Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Boys Under Pressure podcast. I am your host, Eric Rodriguez. On episode three, we have a guest that is known as the father of the Ski Bean Vodka. He is the founder and master distiller of Wild Red Vodka. So stay tuned for episode three. You're not going to want to miss this. He's one of my favorite Texans. And speaking of Texas, we're going to talk about how he just signed a five-year deal with the Texas Rangers. So you're not going to want to miss this. Stay tuned. Boys Under Pressure. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the Poise Under Pressure podcast. I am your host, Eric Rodriguez. Today, we have a guest known as the father of Mesquite Bean Vodka. He is the founder and master distiller of Wild Rag Vodka. So give a warm welcome to a favorite Texan of mine, Royal Aguilar. Good morning, Royal. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Doing great. How about yourself? Good, good. Doing doing excellent. Just... uh... Can't wait till some of this cold weather already finishes it up. Oh, man. Same here. It's like hot and cold, hot and cold. Let's just get back to summer. That's right. <laughs> so uh, if you don't mind, would you uh, give us a quick, you know, background for everybody out there that's listening? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm originally born and raised in Sandia. I've been here all my life. Um, I went to school in Orange Grove. Uh, my parents were from here. My dad was from here. My mom was from Mathis. And uh, uh, I got two sisters, one brother, and married. Got three girls, granddaughters, got grandkids. So that's pretty much the the gist of my family right now. Man, that's crazy because I, I thought, I honestly thought you were somewhere around my age. I cannot picture you as a grandpa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Yeah. Well. Let me ask you this first question that's been on my mind ever since we decided to get you on the show, and that is, who's your hero and inspiration? Well, I don't know if I can narrow down to having one hero, but um, I know uh, my family, as far as my, you know, uh, I would have to say my parents, uh, my wife, my kids, brothers, sisters, and friends, uh, you know, close friends that I have have basically... Uh, been the backbone to my inspirations and you know wants and all that kind of stuff throughout life so um, I'd have I'd have to narrow it down to just a whole bunch of different folks uh, that you know I've been inspired by and had the positive support and that type of thing you know throughout my life so Roy my next question is what are your habits for success my habits for success well, I think the, probably the most important habit is um, constantly um, learning, learning things, you know, mm-hmm. um, whether it's um, just researching. I mean, even YouTube. I mean, it's, it's just, um, you know, you, you, you be, you're, you're kind of like, um, you know, you, you, I'm always wanting to learn something different. If I see something that uh, kind of uh, that I get interested in it. I will yeah. research it and, you know, and if I, you know what, am I, and I'll dive in it hundred percent. And if it comes out that I just didn't like it, then I'll go on to the next thing. But always, I guess, uh, is, uh, you know, the more knowledge you get, I think the more successful you're going to be in life, you know, right. in general, you know, but that's basically what, um, you know, 
what is the driving force behind success is knowledge. Right. And I, I completely agree with you on that, man. Everything that I've been able to accomplish is, like you said, just taking the initiative to learn something new, you know, to better myself. And whether if it was Googling it, watching on YouTube, like you said, I've done that a million times also. Right. And just getting that knowledge to make it happen. So, yeah, right. I, I agree with you 100 percent. Yeah. And there's, you know, n- there's nobody in society that could ever use the excuse that they didn't they don't know how to do a certain thing because they've never done it or they don't have any way of getting that kind of knowledge in today's day with youtube with everything you got uh with google everything there ain't nothing you can do that you cannot not do i mean you can do anything you set your mind to do it if you need the information it's all there that's right i love it i love that answer um now kind of recapping on uh, our last conversation i remember you had talked about that um, one of your heroes was uh, was your father, and we talked about that earlier as well. You said he was a, a former sea catter. Huge shout out to him because I'm a former sea catter myself. I love okay. that. And you all said that he he taught you to be very mechanically inclined, correct? Right. Yeah. His 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 background was mechanics, and uh, uh, he was um, and uh, uh, you know working at SeaCat also. But he was also um, he loved cars and. Uh, we, you know, he had me working on cars since I was probably, young, I mean, seven, eight years old. I was working on cars, helping him. And uh, eventually, by the time I, by the time I was in high school, I mean, I, he would just tell me what needed to be done. And he, his job then was just bring me parts. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, I, I did so much of it with him, you know. So, uh, yeah, it taught me a lot. Okay. And I'm guessing that it also helped you when you were, uh, I guess, diving into the the whole new venture with Wild Rag and the whole process of, you know, how you created the Mesquite Bean Bottle. Oh, oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, especially, you know, putting together a uh, distillery, you know, because I hand-built the whole entire thing because, I mean, I just couldn't afford to buy uh, expensive equipment and right. all that kind of stuff. So, you know, with my background of, knowing how to weld mechanical electrical plumbing i was able to you know do the whole distillery myself and uh with a, and, a, and it cost me a heck of a lot less money too so uh yeah it definitely you know that's why i think you know knowledge is is it's it's you know uh so important in order for you to because if if, if i wouldn't have had the knowledge i wouldn't have been able to afford that right. and i think my dream would have stayed there stagnant you know, because my hands would have been tied. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's a prime example of how knowledge can really, really make you successful in life. Man, and I think that makes you stand out from a lot of the other people that are in the business because you actually hand built, you know, your own uh, processes and distillery that you said that you needed. A lot right. of people don't do that. They just, like you said, they just go out and buy it. But you yes. actually put your blood, sweat, and tears into it. Right. I- I think that's that's awesome, man. Especially for the product too. Yes, and you know we it, and that was the thing. I mean, we I started off small. I mean, I had a fifty gallon still when I started, mm-hmm. and uh, you know my fermenting tanks were fifty five gallon uh, uh, barrels that you know that that were plastic, and uh, you know they were all brand new, and you know made sure everything was uh, up to uh, codes for the TABC, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know it was very simple. I mean. Uh, as far as it did the job and uh, it worked 
got me started. And eventually I made enough money where I went to a bigger still. And then up until today where I built a, I had a new distillery built, uh, new stills. And I'm running a 260 gallon, uh, 18 plate column still. And, uh, you know, so now we went from 55 gallon fermenting tanks. Now my, my fermenting tanks are, uh, 500 gallons and uh, I'm doing, I have eight 500 gallon fermenting tanks. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the cool thing was, uh, you know, we started so small and, and to see where we're at now and it's been only six years. Yeah, man, that's, that's impressive. And I guess I got, I have to follow up with this question. Um, when I had saw also in the news, uh, I think it was like last year and hopefully I get that right, that you also signed a, a, a deal with the Texas Rangers. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. Um, you know, that that whole thing with the Texas Rangers, uh, we were doing the um, uh, my partner uh, in the business. Uh, he he has a rope company out of Buffalo, Texas, and he mm-hmm. has an ice chest company. Okay. And so we, we're we do a lot of the uh, PRCA team roping events, um, that kind of stuff. So we were doing uh, remember, uh, was it it was that year that the national finals because of COVID, they held it up in Dallas. Right. Uh, yeah. So we were there. And so Black, Globe Life Field was fixing the kickoff and they were looking for a sponsorship for uh, the vodka. And it just coincidentally, oh, wow. I know in one of our guys and told him, hey, maybe y'all, you know, might want to look at that contract. So we just happened to be at the right place at the right time. Um, a few months later, we signed a five year contract with the Texas Rangers. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, it's great. And, and I tell a lot of people this too, Roy, is luck is a lot of hard work and a lot of that hard work put into a lot of years. And then, like you said, being at the right time at the right place. That is correct. Because I guarantee if if that rodeo hadn't happened in Dallas that year, we would have never known about it. We would have never known that this contract was even available. And uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it worked out great. And uh, so uh, we, we have uh, when you go to the stadium. As soon as you walk in, they have a giant bar there, which is called the Wild Rag um, uh, Deck Bar. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so uh, they got all our advertising. There's all our bottles and and all the suites and bars that they have there. So it's really neat. Everybody that's listening and joining in, if you get a chance, go to the Texas Rangers, check it out, and make sure you send Roy a shout-out. Tag him on it because he put in a lot of hard work to get there. And this is awesome, man. I love hearing stories like that where, you know, like you said, you started off small, you followed your dream, you stayed on top, you had the right opportunity, and look at you now, dude. This is, I, I'm, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, I mean, say. it's a dream. Yeah, exactly how you say it. It's, it's, you're living the dream. But yeah, anybody goes up to the games and stuff like that, if they can take pictures, send them to me. We'll put them on our website. We'll put them on our Facebook and Instagram, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get you out there. Right on. That helps us too. So, and I guess this brings me to my last and probably my most important question for you, Roy, because I know you're a busy dude. I don't want to keep you um, from everything that's going on this weekend. And the question is, and I'm sure this will help a lot of people that are listening out there that that are aspiring to be new business owners or thinking about taking that leap of faith. So, my question would be, what is your philosophy on building your brand up or just 
you know, just putting your business endeavors into play? Well, I think probably the most important thing, first of all, is whatever business that you're going to get into, it doesn't matter what it's going to be. Do it, learn it Mm -hmm. upside, sideways, every which way you can learn it until you're so confident with it. And the other thing that is probably just as important, be passionate about it. You know, don't, you know, it's, yeah, you know, sometimes people look at business and see it, well, you know, it's an opportunity, it's an opportunity to make some money, but you also got to remember this opportunity you're, that you're fixing to get into, uh, if, if you're going with a mentality just to make money, there's a very high chance it's going to fail because right. what your passion is what you're missing. And without it, you're not going to bring it to 100 uh, percent where it should be. So that's probably the most important thing to know it and be passionate about it. And don't ever, ever um not, I mean, don't ever worry about taking a risk because of, taking a risk is one thing. And if you fail, you get back up and you go. But the last thing you want is at the end of your life is to have regrets. That's right, man. That's that's definitely right. That's right. my motto. Uh, that's what I try to live by as well. Right. And that's if you do that and never just don't be scared and do it. And you just got to take that leap. Yep. That's right. You know, if it, if, if, if it works out, it's going to be beautiful. If it doesn't. Well, you just learned a lot of things from it. And the next time you go at it, you're not, you're not a, you know, what do you say? You're not a failure. You just learned. It's just right. a lesson. Right. Yeah. Yep. And something I just thought about also, anybody that is a fan or that wants to know more about Wild Rag, you also, they can also go visit uh, y'all in Sandia, right? Well, we, we closed the tasting room down. Okay. 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 Uh, yeah, we we had it open. We closed it, and I think we're the only business that's ever closed a certain part of the business because it was too much. Okay, um, gotcha. We were super swamped, super busy, and um, I hadn't I, I hadn't had a weekend in three years, oh. and um, so. But we are looking at opening up another tasting room, and we're looking at uh, a few places. We're looking at the uh, stockyards in, in uh, Fort Worth. Uh, we're looking at Waco, and then we even looked over here at Port A. Ooh, and, okay. Uh, we haven't figured out where you know where it would be the most lucrative for us. So that's what we're right now trying to figure out where we're where we're going to have it at. I love it, Roy. You're always thinking about the future, man. I yeah. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule oh, to man, you know drop you some have- knowledge. Yeah, thank you for having me on here. Of course, of course. Uh, well, everybody, thank you all again for joining and tuning in the Poison Under Pressure podcast. I'm your host, Eric Rodriguez. Stay tuned for more information on the next episode. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it, you know what? It, it looks like it's coming in and out. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Same nice thing time. here. Same thing here. I think it's the weather, man. Yeah. No worries. Hey, this is the, this is the life of podcasting. It happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. All right. Let me, uh, I'll, let me go ahead and reiterate the second question. Okay. And I will go from there. All, All right. right. Here, here we go. Three, two, one. So in my opinion, and I'm sure to many other people that are uh, listening right now on the podcast, you are a very successful guy. So we would like to know, what are your, what are your habits for success? Success is everything you can possibly learn. In other words, uh, learning new skills is probably one of the most important things that probably uh 
made my life or as far as when I was trying to get into business uh, a lot easier uh, because for one, the one of the probably major things is uh, the money that you're able to sell, uh, save. Thank you for tuning in to the Poison Pressure Podcast. I am your host, Eric Rodriguez. Don't forget to like, share, and follow, and anyway you can help spread the word out about our podcast. Stay tuned for more details about episode four, Poison Pressure.